0: You are listening to episode 104 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting. Hey friends, happy spring and happy Monday. Super pumped you're here as always. And before we dive in to today's episode, which is all about creating and setting boundaries and what to do when clients push back, I wanted to clue you in on our giveaway that's going on this week only. Hopefully you're catching this live or shortly after it went live so you do not miss out on this giveaway. To celebrate spring, to celebrate new beginnings, and to focus on living intentional lives, I partnered with Cultivate What Matters and to have an epic prize pack for you guys. So they have donated a six-month goal planner, which is not like your traditional planner. It's not like your typical Erin Condren or Emily Lay or day designer planner. It is specifically tied to goals and intentional living and helps you make sure that the life and the business that you are building is aligned with your vision, your values, and the mission you want for your life, your family, and your business. Now, the past couple episodes, you know, this season so far, we've had lots of different guests come on, specifically Tanya Dalton talking about the joy of missing out and creating your North Star. I've shared on social media my North Star, my 80 year vision. I came up with my 80-year vision. I found that clarity from Cultivate What Matters, from their goal-setting planners. So I highly recommend this. Even if you don't win, go buy one for yourself. Now, this prize pack also comes with three of their everyday notebooks, which are perfect for putting in your backpack, throwing in the diaper bag, writing down all of those ideas that come to you when You're not at your desk or even when you are at your desk, if you're a paper and pen kind of gal like me, I plan out everything on notebooks from podcast episodes. I keep track of my coaching call clients in a specific notebook. And then I have another notebook just for ideas. You're also going to get three magnetic bookmarks for your planner or for your notebooks. And lastly, it's going to come with a set of joyful greeting cards. Our world needs more joy and more messages of positivity and gratitude and thanks. So these greeting cards are going to remind you to take the time to send that note, send that card to a friend, and it comes jam-packed with the most beautiful, perfect spring stationery to send that card. To enter this giveaway is super simple. All you need to do is first, number one, go find the podcast on iTunes. Just search Michaela Quinn in the Live Free Podcast and you'll you'll find us. Leave us an honest review of your thoughts on this podcast, how it's helped you and what you like and enjoy about it. Then take a screenshot of your review and come share it on Instagram stories and use the hashtag live free podcast share and tag me at Michaela.quinn. And that's it. Super simple. Your deadline to enter is Sunday, March 29th at midnight. And we will announce the winner on Monday morning. So stay tuned and good luck. Let's go ahead and dive in to this episode, which is all about creating and setting boundaries. Now, creating and setting boundaries is something we tend to do as an afterthought, right? But it should really be something we think through in the beginning. However, sometimes you don't know what you don't know, right? And as we're getting started with clients, we're always learning how we can be doing things better in the future and next time. So if you've made a mistake in the past, don't beat yourself up about it. Just make a mental note or write it down for real, especially if you've got one of these Laura Casey Cultivate What Matters notebooks and remember it for the future. Now, when we're talking about creating and setting boundaries, I've got five tips for you to kind of walk through this. The first tip Tip number one is that you should be setting expectations from the start. Before you even get started working with clients, you should be setting those expectations. The great thing about freelancing is that you get to determine and set your boundaries. Now, when you're working a typical nine-to-five, you can still set boundaries but you're still working, you know, in that employee role where the employer gets to set some of those as well. But as a freelancer, you get to determine and set your boundaries. You should lay the foundation for your boundaries and set, set those expectations from the start, even when you're getting on the discovery calls. And then they should be reiterated in the contract that you send over and as well in your onboarding process with new clients. Some of the things that you want to be clear on are, number one, what is included in your services? What is included in the scope of the services that you provide? This is especially really important if you are not working hourly with clients. When you're working hourly with clients, the, co- the scope is much easier, right? It's just the amount of hours that they are needing help with or purchasing a month, whether that's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever. The next thing that should be included is how you work. Now, this can be talked about on the discovery call when you're transitioning to the pitch portion of the discovery call and kind of walk clients through what it's like to even work with you. And then this should be delivered and reiterated when you are going through the onboarding process, either via like a PDF packet that new clients get or talked about on the kickoff call. If you do kickoff calls with clients, you need to make it clear if you are available for weekly calls or monthly calls or what that looks like. You need to be clear on what sort of deadlines need to be set and what sort of deadlines you can meet and what sort of deadlines the client needs to meet and what happens when that doesn't happen. You need to determine and set expectations for how you want to be communicated with. There's lots of different ways to communicate with potential clients. Voxer, email, Facebook message, phone calls, texting. Like, What are your preferred methods of communication and how do you communicate with clients on projects and sending you stuff. All of that should be laid out. The second tip for you is to stick to the boundaries that you set. I had trouble with this. One of my boundaries, one of my expectations that I set was I need at least 48 hours notice Monday through Thursday to complete projects. I don't have time to handle last minute things day of just personally because of how I plan my schedule, how I plan my day. But I had a client who would always message me day of and say, hey, can you do blah, blah, blah. And guess what, guys? I just did it. And looking back, I should have stuck with the expectations that I set or at least communicated or reminded them of how I work and said something like, hey, client. I am actually able to help you out with this today. Just in the future, remember that I plan my calendar on Sundays and my week ahead, so I need at least 48 hours notice on any last minute pop-up projects that you need help with. I'm happy to make an exception this time, but let me know what we can do in the future to plan ahead and make sure that there's not any last minute projects that need completed super simple, right? Positive, I'm helping out, but also sticking and reminding her of one of my boundaries. But in the beginning, I know I especially got caught up with really wanting to impress my clients. I am a recovering people pleaser. And I personally tended to over deliver and over commit myself and never speak up when I was doing that. I I was just like a yes person. Yes, yes, yes. Sure. I'll do that. And I thought, you know, this will lead to a great relationship, more work. And in some cases it absolutely did, but it also led to some burnout, some tension, and some resentment on my part. Now, this was not my client's fault at all. It really was mine because what i was doing and what i was allowing was an indicator to her of what to expect and how to treat me. So that first time she asked me a last minute thing and was like, "Hey, can you do xyz?" and i did it and i i didn't say anything or remind her of how i work. That was an indicator to her of great Michaela has unlimited availability, and she can handle all of these last minute things that pop up. I don't need to be a better planner. I can just rely on Michaela. Now, when I'm saying to stick to the boundaries you set, you get to determine your own boundaries. If you are comfortable and have the space to be available for you know specific clients and depending on their specific needs and what you guys talked about in the hiring process, if you are okay with Getting a morning Vox or email from a client saying, Hey, I need this done today. That's absolutely fine. For me and my schedule, that didn't work. So I don't want you to hear that and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing that. I'm running my business wrong. No, like that was wrong for me and how I was running and setting up my business. Hey there. Real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, The Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just one forty-seven. If you go to go.mikailaquin.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.mikaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. Now, if you find that you are in a similar position to me and you set expectations from the start, you you did those things, but then you didn't stick to the boundaries that you set, they were just kind of there and no one ever enforced them. I want you to realize that that's not your client's fault. That doesn't mean your clients are bad people or that they're terrible to work with. That just means it's honestly kind of on you for not sticking to those boundaries that you set. So tip number two, absolutely stick to the boundaries you set and realize how you allow people to treat you is how they will treat you. And what you do, like your actions will speak far more volumes than what you have written on your contract. So tip number three, if you did not stick to the boundaries you set and you get to that point where I was and you are feeling you know, some resentment, some tension, you're like, it's starting to build on you. And you're like, why haven't I spoken up yet? What am I doing? Oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. When you first notice those thoughts, speak up. And even speak up if you did not set boundaries from the beginning, and you are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, this is not working out for me. How we have things set up? It is absolutely okay to kind of reconvene, refigure out how do I want to work. What is what is best for me, for my business, and for my clients' business? And to speak up and, and set those boundaries moving forward. So Eventually, I started to speak up. There was one particular day I was at the park with my kids, McLaren and George, and we were playing. We walked there and I got a call from my client and she was panicked. She was frantic. She needed me to go and do something that she had forgotten and she was out and couldn't get to it and was hoping that I could. And I had to speak up and say, hey, Kim, I'm so sorry. I'm actually out with my kids. We've got plans all day. I'm not going to be able to get to that today at all. Earliest I could do anything would be tomorrow. And she just said like, okay, okay, I understand. And hung up. And then later I, I felt so bad. like I felt so guilty like I had failed her, but I didn't. It wasn't my fault at all. Something on her plate got missed, and she was out and needed someone else to cover for her. Well, I was not a twenty-four hour like on-call employee. I was an independent contractor contracted for a specific set of hours a month in helping out with specific projects. So after you know we were at the park, and it just kept eating at me. I was like, oh my gosh, should I do something wrong? Is she upset with me? But I realized, okay, here's how I can handle it. I can. I need to kind of reframe her expectations on what I can handle. And here's how I'm gonna do it. So afterwards, I sent her an email and said something like, "Hey, Kim, I hope you were able to fix that thing for Juliet. And I just wanted to remind you that I can't always be available for those last minute emergencies. I know that I have been in the past, but today I was I was out with family. And I was wondering if you would be open to maybe creating a better plan where we are working ahead. So all of these like last minute emergencies are kind of prevented and so that we can be on the same page. I can plan my week better and take off some of the tasks that are on your plate that you need help with. And she responded back and was like, oh my gosh, yes, we absolutely need to do this. Are you available to hop on a call on Monday mornings and kind of work through the week? I got that email and I was like, oh, ideally, I would like to have my schedule planned you know on Sunday, but I can do that. And so I emailed her back, yes, I can do Monday just letting you know. depending on the time, my kids will be in the room, but I can still kind of talk through weeks and what I can take off your plate and like get it on my calendar. She's like, "Okay, yeah, that's fine, no problem." So, I compromised there in a way that was going to work for me and for my kids. It turns out that we planned for our meeting to be Monday during nap time, and I just blocked out on Tuesday and Thursday in my afternoon chunks. That was my time where I was going to devote to working on projects that Kim needed help with. And in, you know, those weeks where everything was working great, those projects for fit perfectly in those chunks. So I was able to still plan my weeks on Sunday, but then add in the specific details Monday during my call with Kim on what she needed help with. Now, another area where like expectations or boundaries can be pushed with clients. And again, I'm saying this and it's not usually done maliciously. Like they're not like, oh, how can I take advantage of this person? But they just don't realize and they're like, Oh, I've hired this person. They can help with this. They can help with this. They can help with this, right? Well, when you are on a specific project and project based pricing and it's based on like one flat fee for XYZ, when clients come back to you and are like, Hey, I also, can you also do this? And can you also do this? And can you also do this? And it's not in that original proposal or contract or package. That is called scope creep. And. When scope creep is happening or you know, if you are setting boundaries and there gets, tends to be pushback from a client, always go back to your initial contract and that initial proposal that they signed off on and paid for. For example, let's say you are a social media manager and the client hired you and they purchased a package that included one Instagram post a day where you would source the graphic from their brand photos, and you would write the caption, pick the graphic, schedule it, and that was it, and the price on that was i don't know nine fifty then let's say they start asking you, "Hey, can you also do some engagement? Hey, can you also make some Facebook stories now, first of all, that's a great sign the client is thrilled with you. they love your work. they want to give you more now they may not always be meaning hey can you do that and like i'm not going to pay you but that's kind of automatically what i've seen in my facebook group automatically people are like oh my gosh they want me to do this but they're not paying for that like how do i handle this well when you get those questions of hey can you also do xyz and If you're okay with adding that on and doing it, you can say something like, sure, I would love to do that for you. Is this something you're going to want me to do just this one time? Or is this something you're going to want to do monthly? I would be happy to get you an updated proposal and invoice to reflect future changes. I want to remind you that when your clients are coming to you and asking you for things, don't assume the worst. Now, if you are speaking up for yourself and setting boundaries or you know, responding to clients that request things, and you get pushback from them, and they are rude and or not receptive or turned off by you sticking up for yourself and and setting those boundaries and sticking to the original contract that you guys both signed. I want to let you know. Tip number five is that if something isn't a good fit, if something's not working out, if something changes don't be scared to walk away. If you determine that, okay, a client is no longer a fit, it's not working out for you. The best thing to do is to try to end things as amicably as possible, refer back to your contract and give appropriate notice. But I want you to know that it is okay to walk away from an opportunity that is no longer serving you and or the business that you want to build. I fully believe that life is too short to deal with rude and condescending people. If someone is rude to me, if someone is condescending in how they talk to me multiple times, if I feel a sense of tension or stress anytime their name pops up with an email, that is a huge red flag that, oh my gosh, Michaela, you should have walked away from this a while ago or ding 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 Michaela here's your sign like it's time to walk away that was something i had to put up with as a classroom teacher there were certain administrators or certain you know other teachers that when i got an email from them i just tense like my i was on the defense like oh my gosh what what is this going to be i would get nervous to read their email or even like a specific parent that maybe i had issues with or they're really you know fun to work with You don't have to put up with that when you are running your own business as a freelancer. And I fully believe life is too short to put up with that. So, when I was early on in my business, I was working with a client and it was actually a man who's a paleo doctor. We had nothing in common. I have no idea why I agreed to work with him other than the fact that I was in that state and I was willing to work with anyone who would hire me. Not a good idea. So, he had a brick and mortar like physical office and I, was working virtually, and I would have to check in sometimes and talk to his office staff. His office manager was extremely condescending and rude to me with any question that I would ask. And then this client would repeatedly make requests to have a meeting at a specific time. This was a man, and so this was early on in my virtual assistant career. I assumed that, oh my gosh, I can't have kids around. If I have kids around, no one's going to take me seriously. And so I would stress to no end to make sure that McLaren was asleep or like super contained and not going to make a peep when I would have a call with him. He would always make these calls and I would stress all day to revise my schedule to accommodate. Well, he would nine out of 10 times, not let me know that he couldn't make it to the call anymore and just not come. And I would then text him after like 15 minutes and say, hey, are you coming? I thought we had a call scheduled for blah, blah, blah he'd be like, oh yeah, sorry, I can't make it. I'm golfing. Or, oh yeah, I can't make it. Sorry, in a meeting with a client or something. And I was so frustrated. So the fact that he didn't respect my time in our meetings, the fact that like I was so stressed that I didn't feel like my my daughter could be around for these calls, and the fact that his office staff was rude to me, I had to just walk away. Every time I would get an email from him or his office staff, I had that like, knife-stabbing feeling like, oh my gosh, what is it going to be? I don't want to open this email. And I just walked away. And this was before I had replaced my income. So walking away from that retainer client was very scary. But the second that I typed up that email and sent that email, I felt so much better. It was the biggest amount of mental weight loss I've ever had, and it was priceless. So don't be scared, friends, to walk away from clients that are not ideal for you if you need kind of tips for how to say no, how to walk away, go back and listen to episode 102 and re-listen to that and remind yourself that when you say no, you are saying yes to an even better opportunity down the road. So hope you have a good day. hope this episode was helpful. Let me know what you need help with and don't forget to enter our giveaway. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends but make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.